Hi, Sunshine. I'm Natasha, your host for the Shine Online podcast and the founder of Soul Studio. In this conversational podcast, I interview the brightest entrepreneurs I know with the goal of empowering you to do business in a way that feels real to you. These conversations will bring you no-fluff advice, honest discussions, and actionable strategies to help you shine online. There are so many bright brands in the online world, but there's always room for one more. Let's shine together. Well, hello and welcome back to the Shine Online podcast. Today is a very special day because when you're listening to it, it is my birthday. So I thought I would do a fun bonus episode featuring a special guest, Marlon, who is my partner, my boyfriend, and he's here with me. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. (laughs) That was very formal. (laughs) (laughs) We're literally... Oh my gosh, if you guys could see us, we're like in a huddled ball, pretty much on the floor of our living room with tea. So it's a vibe. It's definitely a vibe. So I guess we'll first start out by getting over the common questions. We're going to be talking about working from home together, just work-life balance, um, what Marlon thinks about Soul Studio, all those types of things. But we'll kind of get out of the way of how we met first. So. We met on Instagram, but Marlon can tell the long story short. Yes. So we both attended uh, the University of South Florida. And so I would always see Tosh around periodically, but just, you know, never really had the right chance to connect with her. So uh, one day, you know, I was on Instagram and, you know, just scrolling through my feed and I saw like this awesome picture of her, like in her overalls with her camera, like the biggest smile on her face. And I was just like, oh my gosh, this is her. Like, this is my, like my chance. And I don't know, like I always told Tosh, the universe just has like a very weird way of, you know, speaking to you. And, you know, I took that chance and reached out to her and the response literally was life-changing for the both of us. And uh, one thing led to another and here we are today. Yeah. So we've been, you know, chatting ever since. Yes. And this year has definitely been an interesting one for both of us because um, we did, I wouldn't call it distance, but we did live in different cities when we were first dating. So time together was very precious, but now we live together and Marlon works from home for me pretty much indefinitely (laughs) at this point. So I guess we'll dive right into like work from home. Like how has working from home together been? So it's been nice just because one, you know, I get to spend time with her throughout the day, which I didn't have the luxury of before. But yeah, I think it's definitely just been interesting in terms of trying to give each other like the space we need to properly like execute our days. So that's, that's been a bit challenging. But nonetheless, I think it's very important just to be like open minded and to be willing to, you know, make the certain sacrifices or do whatever you have to do to make sure that you know, her day goes smooth. So it's been great. We've had our ups and downs, our challenges. 
but yeah, it's going in, you know, we're just trying to figure it out day by day. So, yeah, I mean, it's your first time working from I home. Know, so that was, was so shift. stoked. You were, I was like, <laughs> Oh my God. But you still, I mean, you probably enjoy it still more than being in the office. Oh, yeah, 100%. yeah. But I think it's like funny. I was so excited that I'd have like kind of my own office space. And like, just for reference, our general part of our apartment is like open concept. So the living area, dining room, kitchen, and the den, which is like my office is literally all in the same space. So he's in our dining room table and I'm in my office cubby. And since Marlon's a recruiter, he's doing calls all day long. I used to be living my best life with my little phone tripod. I could do stories wherever I wanted. It was quiet and peaceful. So it's been an adjustment for both of us, but I'd say it's been the biggest adjustment for me because I'm used to working when it's quiet. And yeah, I mean, it's sometimes we're literally working in our bedroom, which is a mess. So it's definitely been hard. But I think one one question I know we got on stories one time was like, how do we balance like making time from each other and also making time for work? And I think it was ironic because when we were dating, like our first year dating, when we were distanced, we were super intentional about always making time to spend with each other. But then when we moved in together, I had a lot of troubles with you overworking. And now we're like literally working in the same space, kind of in the same schedule. So yeah, the balance has been hard. Yeah, the, the balance has definitely been tough, you know, starting out working super long hours and honestly, just like losing sight of just like the one-on-one connection that's super important to have outside of work. But, you know, since we've been working together from home and really just like kind of setting some like boundaries and ground rules, you know, come like at this time during the evening, like we both need to log off and then, you know, Alexa tells us to log off. (laughs) So that's definitely like super helpful. And Um, Again, like there are those challenges and, you know, there are those late night evenings where like one of us will have to work late. And I think, you know, that's something that's super important to understand that like those times will have to happen, but it is what it is. Like that's just the nature of what we do. So, you know, I think we have a great understanding and we're okay if one of us has to do that, but also like you know, we try to be very intentional about spending one-on-one time together as well. Yeah, I agree. I think that it probably, like, it's so easy to see couples and think everything's perfect, but it was definitely something that, like, I was very upset about when we first moved in with each other. So I think, like, the biggest thing that's helped us, and we're still navigating it and figuring it out, But I think it's just been communicating whether I'm like, I just need this. I need the main space. You need to go hide. Mm -hmm. Or if it's like, yeah, we're like, I have to work a little bit late today or just kind of like communicating, I think has been like the most helpful thing. Yeah. And like at first it was a bit frustrating, but at the end of the day, like when you really think about it, it's, it's not that much to ask of. Right. Just move and go on with your day. Right. So, Yeah. I think it's interesting. So I think it'd be fun to say what you thought when I said I was an entrepreneur, like when you first met me, 
And then what has it been like actually seeing my business? Like not just seeing me randomly doing a story, but like actually seeing me run Soul Studio. Yeah. So, I mean, I thought it was very appealing, you know, to meet someone that has a lot going for herself and, you know, just being in a space where I was, you know, looking for someone that was, you know, in the season of like leveling up and just like really working on themselves and like where they want to be like that was that was Natasha. And so I definitely think that that's what I was looking for as well. So just right off the bat, like, you know, we meshed very well. And um, I didn't really look at it as like, it wasn't intimidating. No, not at all. That's, that's something that I've wanted, if anything. So that was great, just like hearing that from her. And then just over this, this time period of, you know, being together and just seeing how like Soul Studio is and just all the energy that she has to put into um, what she does. I mean, my hat goes off to her. It's definitely a big thing and a lot of moving parts, but she does a wonderful job. And there's things that I've never even heard of or like know about. <laughs> evergreen. And yeah. You know, I'm like, <laughs> what is evergreen? Like, what is that? But yeah, I mean, she's definitely like taught me a lot and it's been a great experience so far. Yeah. I, I think it's been so interesting because like when we started dating, like I was at not a low in my business, but I was like really figuring out like wh- how, what was going to make it work and like how I was going to make space and, you know, be able to be in a relationship where we can like contribute the same amount and all those types of things. So I think it's been interesting to have you kind of be behind the scenes to see everything. And I mean, a common question is like, do you want to work for Soul Studio one day? Like, do you want to be an entrepreneur? I think we both know the answer, but. Yeah, I mean, for me, like, I'd probably say no, only because yeah. this is this is her baby. This is her thing, you know what I mean? And I think where we are now is is great, and I wouldn't want to disrupt that at all. Like, I think we're both growing in our own unique yeah. ways. And yeah, I, I don't think that's something that I would want to. No, I don't think that. It's not that I wouldn't. Right. You're welcome if you want to, but I like our works being separate. I like Soul Studio being my baby, but I think it would be interesting. In theory, if you were to join Soul Studio, what would your role be and why? So (laughs) I would want to be the person that's in charge of the video. So like if you ever have to like record something or like make something that's super intricate or whatever, like I think that's super fascinating to learn and do. And, you know, just to sort of be behind the scenes, like navigating that would be like pretty interesting. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm going to call you out. Your Instagram game was <laughs> trash when we oh met. God, like it's gotten so much better. <laughs> it's gotten better, but it's almost kind of like, funny and ironic. So I think it's been really fun to see like how he's grown to love content creation. Like we will, as you're listening to this, we're already back from our trip, but we're like already planning like how we want to vlog when we're in Colorado. And like, I think that capturing content on a personal level is like a really fun way to like look at back at your travels and experiences together. Mm -hmm. So 
I think it's cool how like almost if anything, I feel like you're better at capturing things and we're together than I am. Yeah, because like I'm I just log off. Right. Well, like, I don't know. I, I guess I'm just like super mindful about it because like it's something that is new to me because like you do this on a day-to-day right, basis, work. right? Yeah. Um, but for me, it's like, oh my gosh, like, we have to get this and get this and get this. Right. So yeah, I guess I guess that's probably why. Yeah, I think that's good. Well, I think it would be interesting since we're still kind of talking about the context of 2020. What do you think has been like a big win for you or us this year? And what has been a big struggle? And we both can say our answers. I'm going to let you go first. Okay. I feel like biggest win is, I guess, I feel like it's hard to even think of one, but I just feel like it's been like the biggest year in my business beyond my wildest dreams so I just feel overall like the work that I put in like the first two years in my business seeing it kind of pay off was my biggest win like especially like career-wise since we're talking about business stuff but I feel like my biggest struggle this year I don't even know it's such a year it's hard to like figure out one thing I think it's been like probably just managing my mental health I would think Like, I feel like I'm naturally a pretty anxious person. And I think, like, with everything going on, like, with the virus, I feel like it's made my social anxiety worse. And I feel like with us working in the same space, it's, like, the time that I'm, like, very much like to be alone and have that space. So that's been a struggle is finding alone time, finding time to, like, be outdoors and be moving. So I feel like, I guess kind of finding my own mental space has been hard, but in a lot of ways, it's like, I have to give myself grace because we're blessed to be together and it's yeah. not a bad thing, but it was like finding the balance I think was hard for me. Yeah. Um, for me, I'd probably say my biggest when, I mean, it's nothing spectacular, but I would probably say just being able to adapt to this new like way of working remotely So really just being intentional about sticking to my schedules and honing in on my days, because now that I am working from home, you know, sometimes it's a lot more easier to be like super relaxed and, um, you know, so really just honing in on time allocated, you know, throughout the days. Um, So that's definitely something that I'm proud of because like, I've always wondered like, what's it like to work from home? Yeah. You've done a good job. And then a struggle. I'd probably say just again, I'd probably revert back to finding a balance between work and then like life outside of work. Because even though like we are working from home, it's like so easy to just stay like, logged in and you know just to keep working because like you're already home um and so that's definitely like been a big struggle but i think that's definitely something that's gotten a bit better yeah i think you've definitely gotten better at it and i think it's also like i'm so used to making those boundaries because i've had to Like when I would go see you when we first started dating, it was like such a boundary for me not to be on my phone or not to be working because like our time was so valuable. So I think that for like the short period of time that you kind of had to like 
create those boundaries. I think you've done a really good job. So this bonus episode was brought to you by my Lights, Camera, Reels mini course. This mini course is featuring that 30-day Reels challenge that I've talked so much about, and it includes 60 prompts that are strategically made to help you know exactly what to say on Reels and why you're saying it and how to really use Reels strategically for your business. So if you want tutorials and lessons and templates for Airtable Canva, all the things, this Reels course is everything you need to be an early adopter on Reels, which you already know is now my favorite part of Instagram. So to enroll in my Lights, Camera, Reels mini course, go to the show notes and you'll find all the details there. So let's get back into my conversation. I feel like one thing that I think might be interesting to share because especially in like, just like the online world and in globally, I feel like racism and Black Lives Matter, like all of that has been at the forefront. It's been something that I've been talking about on the show and on Instagram. And I think if a lot of things, like I would love to hear kind of your thoughts on just like everything going on, everything that's been going on, your experience, what are maybe some good positive things to look at from this year. But I think even like one thing that I would like to know before Merlin shares his thoughts is that like it's even like made me put in check like my own privilege in a lot of ways because I am mixed. I'm not like fully black woman. And, you know, as a black man, like you experience things very different than I do, even though we experience things holistically together in a lot of ways. So I feel like it's brought up like a lot of thoughts and emotions, even though it's stuff that I feel like both of us have seen and experienced and witnessed in the world. It's not new. But I think a lot of the things that happened this year kind of brought more conversations and, and more thought around everything. Yeah, I mean, this was this was definitely a, a tough year for a lot of people. I mean, things like this have been happening for a long time, but this year was just insane. So, I mean, growing up as a Black African-American male, I was always instilled that I have, you know, the right to, to be anywhere or to have anything just as much as anyone else. So, you know, that was, that was definitely something that I'm very thankful that my parents embedded in me at a very young age, but at the same time, you know, just being very aware that this situation is definitely very prevalent and, you know, just a lot of things that you have to be mindful of and just navigating throughout your life because it's just the unfair advantage that has been, you know, placed on us. Um, but nonetheless, you know, I definitely think like witnessing all of these things, it makes you a bit scared at times, you know, to even step outside, right? Go hiking in, in North Carolina. Right. I mean, listen, like there's been times where we've we've driven through certain places and you just get that feeling of just like, oh We're my gosh, this is not to be here. feel right. You yeah. know what I mean? And and I mean, there's nothing that you can really do about it. It's just the nature of it. But at the end of the day, I mean, all we can really do is, you know, live our best lives the way we can and 
just put our best foot forward, you know, I mean, just to, just to be mindful of what's going on around you. And honestly, I mean, we just have to live, you know, but these, these things happen and it's, it's just so unfortunate and it's, you know, it makes you angry, but at the same time, you just have to put one foot forward each and every day and, and just stay prayerful and, you know, just, just hope that you never really encounter those situations. Yeah, I, I completely agree. So we can shift to a little bit of a lighter question that I thought was really fun. Biggest pet peeves about the other person and the top thing that we love about the other person. Uh, oh my God. Where do I even start? Oh <laughs> All right. Um, so I will go first. On yeah, this. go for it. So my biggest pet peeve for <laughs> Natasha, she is a very clumsy person and I know that that's just who she is and and I just have to you know just accept it for what it is you know what I mean um so for example uh, are you calling me out on my own podcast oh my gosh um it could just be you know if she's cooking okay she might spill something possibly or put the dish rag in the sink or <laughs> you know what I mean? We have a big sink. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's just the name of you, but I still love her. Um, and then something that I love about Natasha is she definitely shows her gratitude and love. Like that's, that's one thing that I can truly admire about her is, is she definitely gives everything she has and, I really, I can't thank her enough for that. I mean, just being with her and I'm just so blessed to know that, you know, I have someone beside me who really loves me for me and, mm-hmm. and reminds me every single day, you know? So. <laughs> okay. Biggest pet peeve. Okay. My biggest, I'm going to say two, cause I just have to say two biggest pet peeve. And this is like from the day I met him is he is the pickiest eater with temperatures, with food types, with food placement on the plate. Like, and I am the complete opposite. But, and maybe this, we can accompany it with something that I love, is that he's actually very adventurous. Like, he will pretty much try anything that I'll give him. And it's really, I mean, your eating has transformed. (laughs) (laughs) It really has. So yeah, that's a pet peeve, but you make up for it with your adventurousness. Yes. And then another big pet peeve is that you're the worst Parker ever. I'm just very indecisive. Indecisive Parker. (laughs) Overly obsessed with his car, Parker. He's that person. He's that person. (sighs) But I understand. (laughs) It's and so then tough sometimes it's such a hard decision. Is it really it's though? Really it really isn't. <laughs> um, and then thing that I love the most. Oh my gosh, so many things. I feel like it would be just how I love how positive Marlon is. Like I feel like you can sense it, but he's just always like whether we're just like I make him food, like or we go somewhere, or we're literally doing absolutely nothing. Like, he's always just very happy and grateful and feels like 
he literally will say every moment is like the best, best whatever of his life. life. <laughs> and I just feel like I'm definitely a more like warrior, anxious person. Like I definitely have my moments and I feel like Marlon is just such a lighthearted and happy soul and it makes me like more positive and happy and a lot like it brings out like sunshine in me, I feel like. Thanks, love. Yeah. <laughs> so, one of the last things I want to cover is what are our favorite things to do outside of work what are our favorite things to do outside of work like what is your favorite thing when we are not working like to cook we love to cook love to cook yes um we love to dance we love to dance <laughs> badly or not as badly yeah, like, I don't know. we have we're rhythm just, yeah but we're just like free spirits yeah we're free spirits like, we just we just do whatever <laughs> like the tunes are just yeah, or the not tune. Or the not tune. <laughs> like, we'll literally just stand up when, like, the TV's just going or something, oh, and yeah. we'll just start slow dancing. Oh, yeah, I love that. Let's see. <laughs> uh, going for strolls, whether it's, like, strolls. on the beach. Love a stroll. Just a walk. Love going out to eat. Still related to food, yep. We love it. <laughs> <laughs> we love to cook, and we like to go out to eat. We like to work out together sometimes yeah, getting a nice yoga flow in is like yes really, i feel really like that's good. the most the mutual thing that yeah, we like to do together mutual. yeah um we obviously see. like to travel which is what we're doing while you're listening to this yes. we're traveling we've really enjoyed hiking oh my gosh hiking is like the it's best. become our it's, favorite thing considering just, we're literally like yeah. island folk from I florida know, like know, really. <laughs> Well, hiking is just one of those things that, like, I've definitely really just—I don't know—I've I've grown a appreciation for it. Yeah, you know, yeah, because there's something great about a beach and like being on the water, which I feel like we both love. But something That's about a different. good old hike—that's different. Yeah, good old just hike, taking in views. Yeah, just like looking at little simple things like trees Creeks, and roots and rocks and yep. All those things. Love it. It's so crazy. Love it. It's wild. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much the gist of yeah, it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. But I want to end off. Okay, so what is... I think, okay, two things. I feel like it'd be funny if we shared our, like, what was our one of our favorite quarantine things that we did? Because I feel like we did a lot now that I'm thinking about it. I feel like uh, Dear White People... A fave. Oh my gosh. <laughs> was it? It was amazing. Go watch it right now. We'll probably watch. I honestly would watch it again. At first, I was like, no, what am I I'm watching sold. right now? It's, but then it just hit on so many, so many levels. levels. It was, it's the show of 2020, even though I know it's old. Like, yeah. you need to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. That was a favorite. Yeah. One of my favorite things we did was our at home club. We got boxed sangria, boxed wine from Trader Joe's. It was 10 out of 10. It was really good. Oh, it was fire. And we just like, I have a disco ball that I got from Amazon. We'll link in the show notes if you want one. (laughs) (laughs) And we just played like music and turned like the lights down and had like twinkly lights. And we just danced like crazy people. Sound bar. Yes. Sound woofer going. (laughs) 
yeah that was, was really fun oh but it but it's like it's like the little things like that. yeah right? especially during like that was like quarantine quarantine yeah. like not even going outside really right. like yeah right i'm trying to, i feel like those are like the two those are definitely the two highlights yeah big time. baking a lot baking um, were you eating my baking <laughs> you act like you're a I part of the process yes you, yeah we, oh we baked something no we cook all the i bake yeah we cook together but we, yeah. yeah um but yeah i mean i think i think I, those I would, are the top I, two I, I, I would agree with those highlights yeah so i think to end off this podcast i feel like it's been very fun definitely dm me guys let me know what you think let marlon know i'll pass along the messages <laughs> But I think it would be interesting, like, what do we see in five years? I think it would be interesting, especially because, like, you know, entrepreneurs listen to this. Like, what do we maybe even see for Soul Studio? Like, I think it would be interesting if, like, you gave your predictions and then I gave my predictions maybe. So five years from now, 2025, and I will be turning 30 almost. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Cause this is literally going out on my birthday. So where do we see 30 year old entrepreneur Tosh in 2025? Honestly, like just from the course of 2020, all the different avenues that you've touched on, it's, it's honestly kind of hard to even envision. even envision. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess the one thing that I would probably say is maybe starting to like work on like the concept of like a book or something maybe just because yes yes I would love to be I always told myself like I'd want to be like maybe 10 years into business by the time I published a book so I'd probably be thinking it about Mm -hmm. around that time I feel like around that time I think I would be just creating more space in my business for when we'd want to start a family, which probably wouldn't be anytime near that time, but mm-hmm. would be more at the forefront of our minds. And I, yeah, I guess I don't know what that looks like, but just from how it is now, like I see me probably still doing a decent amount of speaking and traveling for that. Um, I feel like I still see me working in pro- like doing some digital products, but I feel like I I can envision me like moving more into, I guess, like impactful yet strategic mentorship in some type of way. Like I I hesitate to say coaching, but some type of like, that's kind of how my services are shifting right now. So I think it'll be interesting to see like if I, I don't see me going back to done for you services, which is kind of bittersweet, but I see me also maybe like adding in a different type of content by then, like maybe like a YouTube channel or like, I don't know. I feel like I see a different type of content maybe. Yeah. That would be really cool. That would be very cool. Any, any YouTube managers (laughs) like hit me up, but yeah, I feel like that this has been fun. What is your first podcasting experience? Oh, this was very exciting. Like, okay. Yeah, it was it was a vibe. It was a vibe. I mean, we def- we have the candles lit. We got our tea. <laughs> it's definitely a vibe. Yeah, time, but it's it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on this bonus episode. And uh, 
I'd love to do it again. Yay. Yes. Thank you for being our special guest for my birthday bonus episode. And definitely stay tuned for the rest of the month. We have our last few episodes of season one and already planning season two. And it's going to be pretty epic. So thank you all for tuning in and I will see you guys next time. Thank you so much to today's expert guests for joining us. If you want to connect with today's guests or check out any of the important links mentioned in the show, I've linked the details in today's show notes. Join the conversation at hashtag the shine online podcast. Be sure to subscribe and leave us a rating. If you love what you've heard today, we really appreciate it. And it helps support our show. Remember, regardless of where you're at in your entrepreneurship journey, there's always room for your biz to shine. I'll see you next time.